My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I am your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. We are excited to welcome back Steve Forkham from Avaya and Marilyn Shuck from the IAUG Board of Directors to the podcast where they will be discussing the omni and multi-channel experience with Avaya. Well, welcome everybody. This is uh, another podcast that we have. I want to, um, I'm excited today because I get to talk with a really good friend of mine and a friend of all of yours out in there at IAUG and uh, VIA. He is our superhero and I want to welcome Steve Forkham to our podcast today. So welcome, Steve. Thanks, Marilyn. Happy to be here. I'm always excited to talk with you. You know that. Um what we're going to go over today was uh, something that uh, you presented at Engage, and it was so well received, and it's such a great topic for right now that's going on with so many customers out there. And I think something that people don't necessarily know exactly the you know difference of, and and so we were going to take on the the multi experience versus the mm-hmm. omni channel uh, in contact centers, um, and so first. Um, welcome. And then why don't you kind of take us through what the difference is in that? Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, I'll be honest with you. We were doing the planning for um, main stage and Simon, who was with Gartner back then, started talking about multi-experience. I, I just kind of thought it was just another buzzword that we were going to, you know, kind of have buzzword bingo with. And what's the difference between that and what we were calling omni-channel? Is it the same thing with just a different name? And it's actually radically different. Um, and then, you know, Simon obviously joined us right before Engage. So he brought with him um, the knowledge base of what he was doing. And I think the the demo that you referenced was not only an expose of what multi-experience is compared to just plain old omni-channel, but it also was a validation of his research when he was at Gartner. Uh, so, to, you know, to start with, the difference between omni-channel and uh, multi-experience really lies in the fact that one is a contact center only focused product and the other is a cultural uh, viewpoint of everything that goes on in your business so when you think about omni-channel you know what do you think about when you think about omni-channel Marilyn what what comes to mind it's like you know I press one I get into the contact center you're gonna help me that kind of thing you know that's you know, I want to get answered. I want to, I want to, and on a technical side, I'm programming that, you know? Sure. Yeah. So what most people think of is it's kind of the third evolution of what we now call the contact center, right? So in the first evolution, it was a call center because everything was voice only, you know, here's my toll free number. You call into this phone number. I've got these vectors built that queue your call in a certain way. And eventually you're landed an agent. And uh, the second evolution was what was called multi-channel, where, okay, now instead of just calling, you can call me or you can text me or you can call me or you can email me or you can call me or you can, te- uh, you know, 
fax me or social media or whatever. All these different channels were different doorways into the call center. But most multi-channel solutions, uh, everything was on a different platform. You know, so your call uh, queuing was on your communication manager. Your email might have been done via just a distribution list in Outlook. So, so you were letting customers come in, but the agent experience wasn't blended. The distribution experience wasn't blended. So your reporting was all over the place. Um, and the, the biggest challenge was the customer playing that game of shoots and ladders, right? So I call in, or no, I don't call in. I'd say I'd uh, start with a, a web text chat yeah. or a text, right? Mm -hmm. And I go back and forth, back and forth. And what ends up happening? It's just too much to type. I've had it. Let's make this a phone call. And when you make it a phone call, that's where you landed on square 16. And in shoots and ladders, you get slid all the way back to square one. Because when you call in, the IVR doesn't know who you are or why you've called. You wait in line to talk to an agent. And the agent answers the phone and has no idea who you are, why you've called or anything else. Yeah, I remember this, the days of, uh, you know, oh, my gosh, we're so frustrated calling in anywhere and us programming. We're having, you know, trying to make it better for the agent but or the customer, really. We weren't thinking about the agent at the time. We we're thinking about the customer. So, Those yeah. poor agents. I know. Those poor agents. Every, they're, they're the most uh, underthought constituency, and that's really one of the key <laughs> right. points of multi-experience. But, yeah. you know, so to your point, you, you thought about the customers, and it was pretty quickly apparent that the problem with multi-channel and what was driving a third uh, evolution of, of the contact center was the fact that you needed all the channels to go through one common platform. So that way you weren't playing shoots and ladders anymore. Mm -hmm. You had all the channels so anybody could call in or, or communicate with the contact center how they chose. But if you moved from channel to channel, your conversation followed. So, you know, if you were chatting with a web agent and you said, you know what, this is just too much to type. Can I just make you, can I just call you? When you called in, you got connected to that same agent. And if they weren't available for a phone call, the next agent could step into their place because the chat popped up on their desktop. The agent could look at it and say, uh, hold on, let me catch up. All right, I'm all caught up. How can I help you with this particular problem that you're wrestling with? So it lowered wait times, it improved customer satisfaction, but it wasn't enough. And no. this is really where the next evolution is going to come from, um, according to Gartner. You know, and this is, you know, Gartner was the first to really kind of define what is multi-experience. And that was Simon's work when he was there, and it carries on now in his absence. So, you know, what multi-experience really looks at is an even broader look at the organization. So like I said, Omnichannel was all about calls and contacts coming into the contact center. A retail store can be a channel. You know, your, your IoT devices, your, your Apple smartwatch potentially could be a channel. And you want to take a look at supporting customers across the channels that come up in a more uh, efficient manner. So, you know, as new things are developed or, or invented or new ideas come up, you need to be able to add those. You can't wait until the next software release uh, to, you know, get the capabilities to do these things. Right. And that's where cloud comes in, obviously, mm -hmm. right? Because cloud gives you the ability to add things quick, but to also fail fast. So if you try something and your users aren't 
doing what you thought they might be doing, cloud gives you the ability to unwind it quick. You know, whereas in the old days, you'd have to invest based off of this idea that your customers may be doing this. And then when you found out that they weren't, you know, somebody had to explain to the CFO why you spent all that money and you're not seeing the return, right? With cloud, you yeah. don't have that issue. That's a really good, um, that's really good um, information because I never thought of it that way. You know, the cloud, we always try to get reasons for using the cloud, but that's that's a very good um reason for trying out the cloud to try out something new. And then um, if it doesn't work, you're not stuck. Very good. Never thought yeah, of that it's way. business agility. Everybody yeah. thinks of business yeah. agility in the cloud is mm -hmm. just simply adding and subtracting people. And that's part yeah. of it. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it's also really embracing innovation to, to you know, as, as silly as this sounds, fail fast and fail forward. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you think that your users are embracing you know, whatever the latest social media craze is, TikTok or Snapchat or whatever else, in the old days, if you invested to support those things, number one, your users may have moved on from it because our attention spans with, you know, different apps are so small now. Mm -hmm. um, but number two, sometimes you just miss shoot on what your user base is versus what's popular in market. Um, so the ability to just say, you know, what, it's not working, unwind it, nothing ventured, nothing lost. You know, a, yeah. a consumption-based model in the cloud really gives you the ability to innovate and to, to really swing for the fences and connect more, um, but not necessarily pay such a heavy penalty when you miss. Yeah, so that's, that's really good for our, our members and Avaya customers to know. That's uh, something that's um, never really uh, hit me before until now, Steve. That's why I, I always love every presentation because I always <laughs> learn something new from you. So that's good. There you go. Yep. So then the other element of multi-experience focuses on the agent. You know, so like you talked about with multi-channel, we were so focused on customer and, you know, by ev evolving uh, from multi-channel to omni-channel, it was all customer driven. We want to create a better customer experience. That's crucial. But just as crucial is improving the agent experience. You know, we always, there, there's this, I don't know if it's a meme or what you would call it, but there's always this slogan for an agent, like put a smile on your face. You know, it, it, it's put a smile on your face. People can hear when you smile. And I'll tell you that being an agent can be a thankless job. I mean, you just get one call after another, after another. And sometimes those calls just end poorly. And when that agent is in ox work and they've got to kind of take a deep breath, put a smile on their face and then go back into the queue for the next frustrated caller, that is not an easy world to live in. Um, it's yeah. no secret that agent burnout is real. And that's part of the reason why. Yeah. And uh, multi-experience looks to also address that piece of this. When you as a customer think about building your contact center, not for today, um, because if you're building to catch up to today, you're already behind. You know, if you're investing, you know, sometimes six figures, seven figures investments to, to get your uh, contact center modernized, you want to be thinking about what's what's the future look like? What's what's tomorrow look like? How do I get ahead of my competition? Because at the end of an investment in a multi-year rollout, potentially, you want to be five years ahead. You don't want to be right on time or even a couple days days behind, right? Yeah. And multi-experience really looks at that and says, you've got to be able to service your customers and you've got to be able to try things and, and fail fast when needed. Mm -hmm. But you've also got to address the agent experience. You've got to create an environment that agents are assisted um, as they're supporting customers. 
too much time is wasted on trivial things. You know, the, the game of 10 uh, of 20 questions when you first call in, hi, I'm Steve. I don't oh, believe yeah. that you're Steve. Can yeah. you give me your last name, your date of birth, your social security number, your child's uh, blood type, your, uh, you know, your first son's DNA sequence? I'm exaggerating, but not by much, right? No, but really not by much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then you've got the uh, customer asks a question and the agent says, well, all right, hold on. Let me do some research and try and find the answer for you. That all takes time. And time is the biggest enemy in a contact center because the wait times keep going longer and longer and longer. Never mind right now with, you know, this whole COVID situation, everybody's dealing with unprecedented amounts of demand and those queues can just be unwieldy. So every minute that an agent wastes looking something up is a minute that somebody's sitting in that queue getting more and more frustrated. Yeah. And that just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because then that person that's in the queue that's getting more frustrated because they're waiting longer lands on that same agent's desktop who just forced a smile on their face. Right. So using tools to help the agent get the answers faster and then also using tools that help connect the agent to the answer to that question in a better way. And the answer to that question lies a lot of times in a non-agent. You know, you've got your agents who are on the front lines but a lot of times you've got these knowledge workers that are uh, back office that are crucial to, to bring into um, a customer's issue. Yeah. And a lot of times agents don't have the visibility or the ability to work with those users um, to bring them into these calls in a seamless way. So multi-experience really addresses all of those things. It's continuing the improvements that we've made with Omnichannel and giving customers access to the call center. It's improving the agent experience to make their role more efficient, to help those calls end in a happier place. So that way the agents aren't returning to the queue. Uh, they're actually smiling naturally instead of forcing one on. And then it's also, you know, the way that you get there is by empowering the agent with the tools that make their job easier and make answers uh, no more than a click away. Today's podcast is sponsored by Versailles, the smarts behind UC service management. Imagine a UC service management platform that flagged unused resources automatically so you never had to worry about waste. Or how about simple dashboards that showed you exactly where to look when call quality faltered so you could fix problems faster. When it comes to intelligent UC and contact center platform management, there's nothing smarter than Versailles service management. BSM's real-time and historical visibility of UC system performance ensures you always know what's happening in your technology environment and how the quality of your customer experience stacks up. What's more, BSM's big data and AI engine continuously learns from half a billion calls analyzed every month. That means you benefit from intelligence gleaned from Versailles' global community of users. There's no smarter way to improve the quality of customer interactions, increase UC uptime, and reduce running in support costs. Learn more at Versailles.com. Yeah, it makes the customer experience better. So all, all in all, everybody is happy. You know, mm. you've got all the the tools that, that help the agent help the customer, and the customer doesn't have to feel frustrated, like you said, answering the fifty questions. And I want to call somewhere where, uh, you know, I put my information in, and then it, it, I don't have to give it to them ten times because I there's some places that I call that, 
you, you know, Steve, or you, you have to do that. And it's, it's, oh, it's so frustrating, wrong and frustrating. And so, like you said, you know, dealing with customers that are, that are looking at this new uh, innovative way to, to, to do their call centers, they've, they've got to be thinking about five years ahead. They can't just be mm. thinking about right now. They really do need to be thinking about the future. Yeah. I mean, if your call center strategy is all about adding social media to your contact center, you're already behind. Um, and whatever investment you make there is just going to be, I don't want to say a wasted investment, but it, it's, it's not strategic enough. You're thinking tactically instead of strategically. Yeah. So and we demoed guys, this. You demoed you know, this. Yeah. So yeah. What are you guys doing at Avaya that's helping the, this uh, happen to, for customers? What kind of things are you talking to your customers now about? Um, let well, me, the interesting thing, <laughs> yeah. And the interesting thing about multi-experiences we've been doing this for a long time uh it just didn't have a category name and it was it was kind of seen as two different parts of a silo you know you've got your contact center and you've got your unified communication solution and they both may be from one vendor but at the end of the day they they're seen as two different solutions and you know when simon came to us uh and spoke for the first time as a, a member of avaya at engage he talked about the fact that in his research, he really only saw one company that could execute on what he you know, sees as the future of the call center, and that was us, because we have the toolkits. So at Engage, we were you know, demonstrating, myself, uh, Natalie Knightley, and uh, Karen Hardy demonstrated what multi-experience looked like with a fictional travel company called Jaunt. So you know, I was showing from booking a trip uh, for my wife and I to Bali, the different touch points and the different interactions that happen as a result of that. Um, you know, the, the whole thing started by, uh, you know, the, the whole journey started by using a Google home to book a flight to Bali uh, and then just continued all the way through that. And then we showed what happened when something went wrong, right? So when we were in Bali and my wife had a medical emergency um, that was detected by our smartwatch, the journey of calling into a contact center, trying to figure out, is my insurance going to cover this out of network cost? <laughs> Almost having a heart attack myself about hearing what the deductible would have been. I remember this, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think Natalie will never forget that. Poor Natalie probably had to go to therapy <laughs> after dealing with me with this stuff. Um, and, you know, it showed the power of speech analytics. And it also showed the power of what we're doing with the Via Mobile Experience. So when you call into the contact center, uh, the agent doesn't have to ask the 20 questions because we know who you are. Our identity and biometric solutions actually verify who you are before you land on the agent's desk so they can get right down to business. And then uh, supportive tools like speech analytics uh, suggest answers as, it's, as I'm bringing up questions uh -huh. to the agent. And then um, some of the really interesting stuff we're doing with partners like Cogito and AI around sentiment analysis can detect when the words don't necessarily convey the meaning. So as I showed it engage when, you know, I, Natalie said $5,000 and I said, $5,000, you know, <laughs> the transcript just said $5,000. It looked like I was repeating what Natalie said. You've got to be able to listen to how something was said as well. So that's a tool that we have in our toolkit that help our customers, not just, you know, pinpoint hot words and suggest answers. That's really neat stuff. But to yeah. take it to that next step to say, well, it's not just he said that, it's how he said it means we've got to do this and this. That yeah, all helps an agent get their job scale done. When you said that, we need to, whoa, 
we, yeah. we, we have a you know the red phone is 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 ringing right now because exactly is probably having a heart attack <laughs> exactly so those assistive tools help the agent like i said get the work done faster yeah. because the the answers to questions that i'm asking are being popped up on their desktop um the the way i'm ask, answering questions notifies the agent of hey this potentially could fix what he's upset about but then the next step was when we showed, I called into the jaunt people to find out, did my travel insurance cover this out-of-pocket expense? Right. That wasn't just a, a contact center tool being used. We then branched into using spaces to show how the agent could quickly and easily bring a subject matter expert into that session. So while I'm on a video call with the agent from jaunt, and I'm uh -huh. explaining that, hey, I, need, I have travel insurance. Will it cover this? The, the agent says, I'd like to use a lifeline and phone a friend. Right. And they get that expert on to that session. So now all three of us are on via video. And that expert says, yeah, you're covered. You just need to fill out this document. And here, I'll put it into this same tool. So that way you can just deal with it when you get home. I don't have to go burrowing through email or trying to you know, call back again and explain the tale of woe again to try and get the file emailed to me that moment. Having everything in one place further simplifies the the customer's resolution because now I've got the experts being brought together instead of being blindly transferred from person to person. And by using a tool that does more than just let me see and hear people, having a tool that lets you um, you know share notes, track follow-ups, all inside of one easy to use place, um, that further enhances the ability for an agent to get their work done in a more efficient way and in a way that results in more satisfied customers, which then in turn increases agent satisfaction with their job. Yeah. And you guys, uh, we've talked about this too, I think you and I, you know, once you pick up that phone, it's probably your last resort that you've gone through a lot of steps and now you actually need to talk to somebody. So when you do that, you really want it to be one of the best experiences that you can give your customer. So for, Absolutely. You, know, I have, you know, working together all these tools and, you know, making the customer who finally had to pick up the phone, um, happy is is huge and mm -hmm. you know when you talk about jaunt it's funny because i know you got people asking you how do i get a hold of this travel i know that i had friends that were in the audience saying oh my god that travel agency is awesome and and, and we were like i don't think it's real <laughs> <laughs> it can be though if you use this via a solution but um yeah did you get that too steve people asked yeah i had i are. had three put I had three people come to me after um, seeing that demo. And these are three industry veterans who knew all the technology that we showed. You know, they knew chatbots, they knew multi-channel, they knew, you know, speech analytics and everything. But seeing it presented in a way that created an end-to-end -end journey that both improved the customer and the agent, they actually looked at me and they said, I want to do business with that company. How do I find Jaunt? And, you know, I had to laugh and say, you know, unfortunately you can't, I'm going to actually go trademark that brand right now. So that way I can open up my own travel agency with this stuff. Cause apparently there's a market for it. Um, you know, if this whole Avaya thing doesn't work out, call me for your next trip. And, uh, 
that to me was a validation of the work that Simon did to kind of bring it full circle. Because as we said at Engage, um, multi-experience was defined by Gartner, but right. it's delivered by Avaya. We're the only vendor in the market to Simon's point. There's no bigger expert on what multi-experience is. Uh, he voted with his feet. He looked at it and he said, this is what I see the future is. And I see there's only one vendor that's delivering on that. Uh, that was powerful, you know, so that's to, so to convince some grizzled veterans that I want to do business with that company because they've created this amazing experience. How do I do it? That to me is is the 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 true definition of being accurate with your predictions, you know, and Simon nailed it with with multi experience and that. The proof's in the pudding or the proof's in jaunt. The proof's in jaunt, yeah. And I just, again, it's, I love this. I love the demo for one. And I, I love the fact that um, Avaya is actually getting this story out because why wouldn't you, if you had this type of contact center or, or, or in your business, want to partner with Avaya on this product? You know, I mean, it, it's just, or work with you for certain um, um, innovative ways to, to build a better um, experience for not, like you said, not only the customer, but the agent too. So I'm, I, I agree with um, Gartner and, and, and this, this being the wave of the future and the way we need to think about our contact centers um, going forward, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it also, as a byproduct leads to incredible profitability <laughs> because when you create an yeah. amazing experience, yeah. customers don't want to leave for whatever the lowest cost they can get it at. You know, exactly. it's uh, it creates stickiness among your customers. It enables profitability. You have higher add-on sales. You have uh, increases in returning customers there's a real business reason to look at a solution like this. And really what makes Avaya unique in this space is not just the technology that, you know, we have uh, a world-class contact center, we've got cloud, we've got spaces, but it's also the consulting piece. Uh, you know, understanding a lot of this, a lot of the change that you need doesn't come from the technology. It's not racking and stacking and, you know, pulling out a screwdriver that's going to make this happen. It's going to be having a, a trusted advisor sit down with your line of business to explain and understand, you know, the changes that need to be made in order to really realize the benefits, both in, you know, customer satisfaction, agent satisfaction, and profitability. And that's our secret weapon is our pro services group. They can really sit down from a consultative perspective and explain the changes that are happening in the industry and again, if you're going to embark on a, a multi-million dollar or even a six-figure project to implement something along the lines of, of multi-experience, you want to do it in a way that at the end of the project, you're five years ahead of the competition. You're not at the end of the project catching up to where you were at the beginning, yeah. right? And it's got to be more visionary. It has to be visionary. And that's the one thing that I really appreciate um, in working with Avaya. It's not just hey, here's a product. It's going to be good for you. Take it. Buy it. Uh, why should I buy it? Just because it's the best thing out there. It's buy it. You know, They really do sit down and take a whole holistic look at your, um, your system and what, what is going to work for you. Because you, know, you and I have had this conversation too. Um, not everybody needs vanilla ice cream. You, know, they need, you might need this. You might need that. You might want to add this. You might want to put sprinkles on it or something. You can't just go in and say, you you're gonna buy vanilla ice cream and that's it um mm -hmm. I, I really sprinkles are my that. jam 
I know. Sprinkles are my jam. I love sprinkles. I love and, sprinkles and I love I love and, Hershey's kisses. And the little add-ons. Oh, there you go. But oh yeah, God, so I'm ready I for mean, some ice cream. I know. But the add-ons are what makes the difference, right? Exactly. To your point, yeah. if if you can anybody can build a a plain vanilla, you know, yeah. cloud system and Mm-hmm. it's it's adding all of the other pieces and having the the professional services around it that deliver results not you know not just i'm broken out dreams broken dream exactly um you're you're this is going to work for you and and not even sitting down with the customer and talking about where do you want to be in five years well how do you want you know your profitability with your contact center how do you want to follow that do you need you know the speech analytics to know that Steve just had a heart attack. You know, I mean, there is so many different things to look at that a lot of companies out there don't do, which Avaya does do, is which I, I see you guys doing, and I deal with a lot of your customers, and I know that that's what's going on out there. So, I appreciate that. We're happy with that. I appreciate it. We're happy with you guys. We love you guys. Yeah, IAUG and Avaya, we've 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 done we've done some pretty good work in the last few years together, and it only seems to get better and better. And uh, I'm really happy Simon's on board. I, I I look forward to you know learning more about him and uh, uh, what he's doing for the organization, and seeing uh, Jim Cherko out there talking about everything that's going on with Avaya makes your customers feel really secure and trust you. Sure. And I think that's sure. part of the two is, you know, when you guys go out to talk about these new, great, innovative products, um, we trust you, you know? Yeah. So one of the things I would recommend, um, you know, I'm not important like Jim or Simon or any of these guys, but uh, I do operate, especially in this, you know, environment where we all have to work from home. It's not so easy to get out and see folks right now. Um, but what I am doing is I'm operating what I call office hours. So I open up a video bridge uh, in my spaces room. So I have a virtual office and spaces and, uh, it, you know, feel free to stop by, ask questions. Hey, just say hi, you know, share a work from home story. If you want to see a demo, I'm more than happy to do that. It's just open time for, you know, anybody, IEG members. I love having you guys come by uh, to, you know, ask questions, think about things and, uh, you know, get answers, hopefully. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I uh, was able to uh, hop in on one of your office hours, and it it was really informative. And I, I just love that you're offering it. This would be a topic, you know, if you've got if we've got some IEG members out there that want to learn more about omnichannel versus you know multi experience, and and talk to Steve about you know some of the stuff that Avaya is doing out there. The office hours right now is 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 a pretty uh, good way to do that uh, because we're all virtual right now. We're having chapter meetings uh, through IAUG virtually, Steve. You know, we've had some several successful mm-hmm. chapter meetings that we... Actually, know, was on one this morning. We did, uh, yeah, aren't they great? And Our so friends out in Washington, D.C. Yeah, so we've had... We had one here in the Pacific Northwest. New Orleans had one, uh, Louisiana. Um, there, you know, you, you went to the DC one today. We, we look forward to having you come to some of ours and, um, just Avaya, uh, hopping in and helping us out with these, uh, new ways to, uh, interact with each other. So again, your office hours are, are really, um, important for our, our members and your customers to keep, um, you know, in, educated on what's going on out there. And again, one plug for Avaya. 
the way that you've helped all your customers um, in the last uh, month or so with uh, getting us spaces, helping us get licenses. Um, I can't thank you guys enough um, for making it easy in this really challenging time. And I, we really appreciate that. Um, no, thank you. I mean, this is the time for us to be pitching in, you know, this yeah. is, this is what we do and this is where we are and we're happy that we could uh, help in the whatever way we can. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our, our chat. I could talk to you all day, Steve, but you know, <laughs> I want to thank you again, Steve, for um, getting on with us today. Thank you so much. Thank Avaya um, for everything that they've been doing uh, during these challenges times. And we'll uh, talk again soon. Thanks again for listening to the IAUG Insider Podcast. Be sure to tune in for next week's episode and register now for IAUG's first virtual event experience, IAUG Wired. You can find us at www.iaugwired.com. The IAUG Insider Podcast is brought to you by the International Avaya User Group, the world's largest international organization for communications technology professionals. Each episode is written, organized, and hosted by me, Caitlin Malinowski, and produced and edited by Katie Norton.